everybody, welcome to Trailers Are Spoilers. My name is Everett, and this is my brand new podcast. Uh, I had a podcast called Geek Cinema. I don't know if you're coming from that, or if you're just new completely to me, or if you follow my reviews online, whatever. Uh, but I've never done a podcast by myself before, so this is going to be interesting. Um, but today we're talking about The Lion King 2019. And I find it very important to stress the years that these movies are released because um, I found this a huge disappointment and I don't think uh, we should be getting the movies confused. Um, So The Lion King 2019 has just come out. Uh, It's based on the 1994 Lion King and I first off i have to admit i'm i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the original lion king i think it's a great movie and a near perfect film uh maybe a masterpiece if you will but it's never specifically been in my top five list rather a movie that also came out in 2019 a remake of a disney movie aladdin um I would say the original Aladdin falls into my top five list of movies of all time. Not even just Disney movies, just movies of all time. And so you would think that seeing 2019 Aladdin was a huge disappointment for me, but The Lion King was significantly more because going into Aladdin 2019, I was expecting it to be straight garbage. I mean, for one we have Guy Ritchie directing it. In this, we have John Favreau of Iron Man and The Jungle Book. So I wasn't expecting this to be necessarily bad uh, at lowest, just good or okay. Um, but honestly, Aladdin, I at least had fun in. It was still pretty terrible, but I liked Will Smith. And in this movie, I felt bored for most of the film. Uh, there's a lot of it that's just uh, shot for shot remake, which was good looking, but it uh, essentially at the end of this movie, not even at the end, throughout the movie, which was a very similar experience to what I had during the 2017 Beauty and the Beast, was I was just, I, I was wishing the whole time I was watching the original and uh that was probably how i felt through this entire movie because the shot for shot stuff although it looked good it wasn't it didn't feel the same uh energy wise there it didn't feel mm, as emotionally powerful for some reason and my theory in this is while i'm sorry i just bumped the mic while the effects look great they they look like real animals i think they look too real the way they're animated is to make them look like they're real lions and real uh hyenas and whatnot but unfortunately those animals haven't evolved the same emotional muscles we have in our faces we have these muscles to uh present different emotions to each other and these animals don't have that so they don't feel uh human which uh, they're not humans but 
there's a disconnect there emotion wise between us and them. Whereas, um, in like the jungle book, you have this human character to connect the audience the whole time. Mowgli. Uh, and I even feel like even it's the same director. I feel like even in that movie, I need to go rewatch it. The, uh, animals felt more emotive in it maybe i don't know i i need to go watch it again i i haven't seen it since probably 2017 or 18 um but this one the whole time that they just i didn't really care about the animals we get to and i guess spoiler alert if you've never seen the lion king you don't know this uh Mufasa when he dies that's a classic ball your eyes out scene I didn't uh, really feel any more than a tiny bit of emotion which is probably more due to Hans Zimmer's classic uh, song at that moment the whole the whole scene there just didn't really make me feel even sad whereas I'm I'm a very uh emotional person when watching movies so i often cry during sad scenes and nothing here uh and not just that there's like moments where uh simba and mufasa have their little um exchange of knowledge from father to son in the field after he's gotten in trouble and in the original it just feels so powerful. You have Mufasa talking to Simba about how he's going to die someday, essentially. And you can see the love in Mufasa's face for his son. You can see Simba truly fearful of his father before he gets a talking to. And there's just stuff like that. It's just gone in this movie. It's completely, it feels like it's void of emotion, essentially. Um, and that just it's a huge detriment to the movie movie to me probably the biggest the second is it feels uninspired the direction wise um in the original it has these amazing shots uh and uh, these sweeping camera motions with no camera at all um there's a moment in the mo- in the original movie that i love uh, that in this movie, when it was kind of coming to that moment, it wasn't there. And I was just like, what? That just, it just didn't feel as special or powerful when the wildebeests or wildebeests. I'm not, I've, I'm to this day, not sure how, how you pronounce that. Um, when they're coming down, the stampede is coming down and Simba first realizes that he sees it. They, uh, mess with the depth of field, like in a classic, uh, horror movie and they pull into Simba's face while the rest, it feels like the background is uh, getting further away. They do that in an animated movie, even though there's no camera, which is just so awesome. It's so such a cool feel. And in here, there's nothing like that. There, there's, I, I, I say, I'm, I'm, I, I got to pull back. I say there's nothing like that. In this movie, I felt like there was two moments where the direction felt um, more unique or uh, interesting, if you will, rather than just these straight shots or slightly panning across animals. It just, it's truly the only word, and I hate using this for a John Favreau movie, boring. It felt boring to look at. Um, 
And not only that, the dialogue, a lot of it is the exact same, which often delivered by these actors. The actors, I'll say, some of them are fine, just no better. Nobody in this movie appears to be better than the originals um, from my short memory. Um, The only character I will say that is just straight good is i feel like donald glover like he does he, he does good a good job but like I, I wouldn't say he's necessarily better than matthew broderick at it there are some the kid who plays simba ha- gives a cringeworthy performance in my opinion as well as john oliver who is a hilarious comedian but i and i even like him on community where he's acting but in here it just it, it feel the way he's delivering his lines is so uh, bizarre. It doesn't feel real almost. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just it make it legitimately made me cringe in the theater. Um, and him singing, they 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 we do the song uh, "Can't Wait to Be King," and John Oliver, the way he's performing it, it just doesn't feel like as powerful or powerful is a weird word for a comic relief character almost it's it it's not as fun i guess is the best word as rowan atkinson's performance it's i I hate i'm truly like sad inside right now reviewing this because i love john favreau i went into this movie i love most of the cast in this i went in expecting it to be good because i didn't i'd avoid all other reviews before seeing this um i i i didn't know it was gonna be this bad um and i think i went in with expectations too high and was just truly bummed out but um back to the performances they're they're just not as good as the original it feels like it's one of the biggest letdowns is james earl jones reprises his role as mufasa and it's a significantly weaker performance and i know he's aged (laughs) 25 years but even so it's just a huge disappointment to hear these lines that are so powerful in the original, so emotional in the original, and this, they just feel so flat, which I kind of wonder if, like, that was a direction, like, tone it down because these animals don't show the emotion that they do in the animated movie. I'm not sure. That's a theory. Uh, The songs, for the most part, were the songs from the original, with the exception of i believe the only one i uh, well two that i had an issue with the first be prepared one of the greatest songs of all disney catalog uh it's a classic it's awesome it's in my opinion and i'm sorry to all the ursula fans the best villain song that they've ever released uh it's so cool especially with the visuals in the original and in this one i feel like they just neutered it 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 doesn't feel creepy or scary necessarily um they 
didn't i don't know if this was the actor's choice or the direction but it's not sung for the most part it's like just talked talk sing talked if that's a, the right word uh it it, it it it's just it's a it's a huge disappointment as most of this movie is um and the other one was um can you feel the love tonight is that the actual name of the song um that my only true complaint most of the song was fine but it felt like beyonce was overdoing it it felt like she should have uh uh watched jurassic park before you know the she didn't ask if she should before she asked if she could um because she is uh, basically singing 10 notes per word <laughs> she's doing this can you feel the love i apologize for my singing um but that is what it feels like she's like really overdoing it which is i guess would be fine because that's probably her thing i don't really listen to beyonce so i'm sure she's just doing her thing that she was hired to do but next to donald glover who's pretty much just singing the notes as they're written on the original um song uh it it's just a bizarre um comparison between the two because he's kind of just singing like you would and she's going all at it so uh those are my only complaints about the songs i believe i will say the best my favorite part about this movie which is not a lot uh billy eichner's performance as timon was pretty good i liked him uh the original, I would say, is a significantly funnier movie, and I guess you you expect that with an animated film. But in this one, I I didn't laugh out loud once. The only times I was like I would like kind of <laughs> or smile was Timon's lines. He had a few new ones that were kind of funny. They there was more of an uh, era update. Um, where they would Timon and Pumbaa uh, would one of them would make a joke and the other would say nice instead of laughing, which is very um, millennial, I guess if you will. Um, I loved their the look of their place. I, I honestly loved the look of all the backgrounds. They all looked great. The animals looked great for the most part. There was only one moment where I remember looking at the CGI of the animal, which is when Nala is being bathed by her mother. She looked like a video game character almost. I don't know what happened there, if it was rushed or what, if it's just hard to animate uh, a uh, cub lion being bathed by a tongue. I don't know. It looked wonky to me. Uh, the rest looked great. The fire at the end looked great, but it just wasn't exciting. There is the emotion, the thrill the humor the the joy of hearing those songs it just wasn't there for me and i feel like it's not me <laughs> i know sometimes you go into a movie and you're just not synced up with that movie i think i was very synced up because the whole time in the movie i'm thinking i want to watch the original or i want to watch 
John Favreau's The Jungle Book. Those both came into me. Uh, that, that's a weird way to put that. Those thoughts both crossed my mind during this movie, but um, the movie itself wasn't serving what I wanted. Um, but I feel like I could get what I wanted from either of those two movies. So I don't think it's me. I think it's this movie. It's just here. My, my main theory for this movie is it just shouldn't have been made. The original was a masterpiece. You can't remake a masterpiece. I say that, although I guess I loved A Star is Born last year, and most people did, and most people consider the original the first two, I believe, masterpieces, uh, but not the third for some reason. Anyway, off tangent, um, I, it, it just it, it was on all of these animated movies, I guess, or re, live action remakes of the Disney animated classics are unnecessary, I guess you could say. And I would say The Jungle Book is the only one that has truly been great the rest are subpar to terrible um i don't know what else to say about this i was hoping i would have a lot to just spew out for the podcast but honestly it's just bumming me out talking about it again uh i love john favreau i can't wait to see what he does next he's producing disney and star wars the the mandalorian so we'll see how that looks, but this, it truly makes me realize that everyone is human and we shouldn't put anyone on a pedestal because even the best can fail. Um, I officially give this movie two out of five stars, which may seem low to some. Uh, I think that's it. It was, it was, it was not a good movie. It was boring. It was emotionless. It was uninspired. It was upsettingly disappointing. And that's my review. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please subscribe. If you watched on YouTube, head over to iTunes or Stitcher or your podcast app. I put it up on there as well. So, uh, feel free to subscribe there. Or the opposite, if you're listening and you want to go subscribe to the YouTube, I put up a video format of this. Um, I really enjoy reviewing movies, so if you want to see more, check them out. And don't forget, never forget that trailers are spoilers. This has been a Second Mob Podcast. For more audio content or information on this podcast, please visit secondmob.com.